Arizona sports, the local sports leader. Pass it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Sons, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. All right, Suns back in action tonight. It's part of this new NBA schedule where you just play the same team a couple times in the span of like four or five days. We got Kellen Olsen in for Wolf. We got Kevin Ray of Bally Sports on the Arizona Sports. I it's time for some Suns talk. It's game day with K Ray. K, how was your uh, how was your holiday? Uh, it was good. Yeah, spent uh, spent Christmas Eve in uh, in Dallas and got to call a wild, thrilling Cowboys Eagles game, and then. Uh, Spent about nine hours yesterday in the Dallas airport trying to make my way to Memphis. So, outstanding. Yeah, I don't know if that qualifies as good, but I guess we all have different definitions of good. <laughs> well, it only qualifies as good because I eventually made it, Luke. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on the show. And, um, look, Kellen and I were talking about the game on Christmas night. You lose Devin Booker early. You already don't have Cam Johnson, obviously. You know, everybody's missing pieces. But to not have Devin Booker, to lose him early in the game. I thought the Suns, in some ways were impressive that they hung around considering how well Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic were playing but I also have to look at the big picture here K-Ray they are three and eight in their last 11 games and and I'm assuming Booker's going to miss a little bit of time here where are you with this team right now in relation to the other top teams in the Western Conference well, and you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I'm a little winded because uh, the sun just put me through a workout considering the number of bodies that'll be in street clothes tonight. <laughs> so, How's your mid range? If that gives you any indication as to uh, kind of the status of this team, you, you know, last year. Um, they they went through the season for the most part, guys, relatively unscathed. I mean, guys missing a handful of games here and there, and of course Cam, you know, after his career high thirty eight, missing the thirteen games. But for the most part, they were pretty healthy all season long. And it's as if the the basketball god said, "Yep, that was then. We got a new challenge for you." And if if ever the the words of Monty Williams from three seasons ago ring true. Uh, it's even more so now uh, because the other side of hard is a different kind of hard than this team has ever experienced. And, uh, you know, yeah, every team goes through it and, and has gone through it to a degree, but it does feel like the Suns have just been hit with a blitzkrieg of injuries and really just doesn't allow you to have a true sense of, like, who they are, what they are, you know, and Kellen, you'll remember this one, Monty, you know, typically, like most coaches, they'll, they'll wait till they get to the quarter point of the season around 20 games to say, okay, this is, this is our identity. This is what we do well. Uh, this is, this is our blueprint. And here we are 30, you know, game 35, and we still don't know. And it's just because of injuries. There's little glimpses, but there's no real true, I think, DNA for this team uh, 35 games in right now. Okay, Ray, you and I, like a lot of people listening, have watched every second this team has played in this Monty Williams era. And 
specifically looking at what's gone wrong for them over the these 11 games, you and, and I and those people listening kind of know when we see something that doesn't look right. And, Kerry, the amount of like open layups this team is giving up lately defensively, like the numbers, are, of course, are there, but you just watch these plays where they're just not communicating well, whatever it is, and they give up an open layup. It's a blown coverage here. And I'm like, who who is this team exactly? What are you seeing defensively that's not just adding up for them right now? Yeah, and, and that's a great point, Kellen. And, and, and I do think that it was good. <clears throat> you know, there, there's been so much made all season long, um, you know, by all of us, um, myself included in our broadcast, about the free throw disparity. And, and there have been some games where it really is just ridiculous. But having said that, part of the reason for the disparity is the very point that you're bringing up because guys have constantly been out of position defensively. And, you know, you, you've got to start oftentimes on the perimeter. You know, perimeter defenders are getting beat, and then you just create a domino effect of like, okay, he gets past me, so now does everybody stay to their guy? Do they start shading to the inside, try to help me because of my breakdown? And I think that's that's been a major contributing factor in teams getting to the free throw lines is guys just being out of position, getting beat, guys trying to recover late, and, you know, in an effort to try and make up for that, you know, deficiency, they end up fouling. And so you put a team on the line 25, 30 times a game um, and and add to that the communication and yeah it, it is it's the first time as you point out with this coaching staff that we've seen you know not just a game here and there but like consecutive games and I think that's what is concerning there, there doesn't feel to be or doesn't seem to be a you know a, a learning curve where you're like okay you know the last three games they've been able to you know to put it together doing this and certainly the injuries have played a contributing role to that but there's enough guys on this team to your point Kellen that it shouldn't be happening happening as consistently as it has been Talking to uh, to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. K. Ray, you and I talked about this a little bit last week, but I, the story has changed a couple times now here over the weekend. Um, what you said before about, you know, how do you get a sense of who this team is? It's one thing for the fans and the media to, to not fully have a sense here 35 games in. But if you're the Suns, like the actual organization and the players and the coaching staff and James Jones, do you feel like it's an issue for them? Because guys are in and out of the lineup so much that you can't really build anything yet. And yet it's important for them to figure out who they are soon because the trade deadline's not that far away. Yeah, and look, it's a great question. Um, I think there there is a you know a degree of a, of a balancing act that James has to play. But look, it's also why he is in the position that he's in, that he's getting paid the amount of money he is to make these decisions. And they have far more information, uh, you know, as we all know, based on the analytical world that the sports world is based on now. They have far more information to really, you know, take a true deep dive into what is going on. And I think with that, you you try and assess as best you can, but look like like any team, there's always a little bit of a roll of the dice and and, and this to me is where I think you have to you know get past the analytics. What does your gut tell you? 
you know, what, what, what do your eyes tell you? And to me, that's always been the, the ultimate barometer, especially for a guy like James who played the game at a high level, played on championship teams. And so while analytics might say one thing, his eyes, his head, his gut might be saying something different. And, you know, uh, I, I would guess that in the next probably month uh, that, that we'll see what that message has been. To end with a positive one, this is the best basketball Andrew Shamit has played in a Phoenix Suns uniform over the last couple of games. It isn't really close. What have you seen come together for him, K-Ray? Yeah, it's, you know, you, 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 you want to sit there and go, dude, this 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 has been there the whole time, you know, and there is not a single person, uh, broadcasters included, that don't love Landry because he works his tail off. He's a great teammate, um, and look, he's he's been one of their better on ball defenders. I don't know if you would agree, Kellen, but he he works his tail off defensively, yeah. fights over screens, done a super job, and that's one of the things that you know why they continue to lean on him. But all those things he's doing. now, now have been there. They've been available to him. And so I, I can't explain the why it's taken so long. I just know that it, it couldn't come at a moment too soon. Unfortunately, and it feels like we say this, you know, when a guy's coming off a big game, you know, he's going to be sidelined tonight because of Achilles soreness. Um, so, you know, much like Dwayne Washington Jr. when he had that big game in Miami and then campaign goes down with an injury and Dwayne missed, you know, missed that window of like seven or eight games where he could have been getting valuable experience. Now, he'll, he'll get that now, but that's seven more games that you would have loved to be able to stack on top of that, especially you know if we knew knew then what we know now with with the continuing uh injuries that uh, that circle around this team but yeah with Landry what you hope for is that the light has come on and he's realized like what he can do for this team because he, he can take it off the dribble. He can get any shot that he wants and, you know, still do it within the framework of the offense. And his teammates have been, you know, telling him that for, for months. Gay Ray, great stuff as always, man. Stay out of that Dallas airport, all right? <laughs> At all costs, baby.